Good morning, America. Welcome to Tuesday. It is February the 6th, 2024. Boss Big Show is now on the air across the USA at 107.1997 FM megahertz or through your boss app or 1071theboss.com. We are Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Whole crew is here and ready to rock and roll. Rochelle has disappeared. Oh, there she is. Where are you going? Where'd you just go? She just disappeared. I, was, I looked up and she was gone. Sorry. She went to Chris. <laughs> she went to Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I wish. Oh my God. <laughs> oh boy, that sounds good. I'll tell you what happened in the house yesterday. She said we got to stop at the Amazon hub. We get this big building where they got all the Amazon packages in our subdivision. I said, all right, what do you right. got over there? She's like, just wait. So she oh, comes yeah. out with this big cardboard box. Oh, we get back yeah. to the house, open it up. Six boxes of the Girl Scout cookies. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, man. yeah. So good. So good. We tried the new uh, Adventurefuls. That's the new one. Now, oh. tell me, yeah, uh, I've had about a half of the container. <laughs> they are delicious, but I don't even know what they They it's, got it's, chocolate and what else? brownie. So it's like a brownie cookie, and then the center is filled with caramel, and then there's salted. There's like little bits of salt on there. Oh, so good. So good. I got to start driving around looking for them sitting oh, out in front you- of a supermarket or something. I, I need to get some. What was the name you know of the, uh, the little girl I that get... reached out to us? You got to give Joe her name. Yeah, I just ordered them online, Joe. They deliver them right oh, okay. to your door. Oh, you can do. Them. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, but that's too. That's too easy. I mean, it's too. You know, it's it's more fun to go to go and see the little kids selling them. You know, but yeah. anyway, there used to be um, a, a little girl lived in our street and used to sell them, and she'd come up to the house, and if I was there, you know, I'd buy thirty boxes of them, <laughs> and if my wife was there, she'd buy two. You know. <laughs> And yeah. then, and then when the thir- when the third, I'm exaggerating thirty, but I'd easily get six or seven or eight of them. And when the eight boxes came, within an hour and a half, they're gone. Yeah. I don't know where they went. She would hide them. Oh, and then and the same thing around here now is that every so often you go and you find. I'll be looking for something. I'll find a box of Girl Scout cookies from three years ago that she hid. It's hidden. <laughs> well, you do this with uh, chocolate. And so you probably do it with uh, with cookies as well, because sometimes I'll be looking, like Joe says, for something else, and I find a box of cookies or a little bag of York peppermint patties. And yeah. I say, what says? You go, I'm hiding it from myself so I don't eat it. Yeah. But I also do want it in case I really get a craving. We yeah. may or may not have a box or two of Samoa's hidden the the caramel may or may not yeah are these new or or these from a previous season no these are from this box I just may have hid them before you saw them because there's a whole uh, there's a whole (laughs) row of the boxes on top of the fridge how how many boxes of these things did we buy there's got to be at least we bought six boxes is it just six so yeah so there's two boxes hidden though because there's only four on top of the fridge might be eight or ten I don't know. There's no, that, there's not. I bought six. There's a lot. I bought six. But I say to myself, well, I, don't, I don't eat Girl Scout cookies. I'm not going to eat that. Yeah, you say this every time. Yeah. Every I don't time like I, sweets. I every mean. time I turned around yesterday, Joe, there was a <laughs> yep. Girl Scout cookie yeah, in yeah. his hand. In his, like, yep, yep. These, they, they all taste the same. I don't know why you like these. They're not that good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Jamming in his mouth. Yeah, Put them down. Go. Put this on your list for next year, people. Right in the pie hole. Yeah. Go over to the uh, Trader Joe's the minute we get close to the holiday season in October, November. And do yourself a favor. I just killed the last box. Buy yourself a box of the uh, frosted gingerbread men. Oh, yes. From Trader Joe's. These little, little mini gingerbread men. They're they just, really good. Oh, they got a little ginger snap spice to them. I banged through about two yep. boxes of that. They go so nice with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea. <laughs> so do yourself a favor. Put it on the calendar. What do they get in the holiday stuff? About like October 20th? Yeah, yeah November. It'll, usually, be, it'll be yeah. October before you know it. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Girl Scouts. And thank you. There was, I forget her name, I hate to say that, but there was a nice little girl who sent us a video yeah. and she was uh, fundraising online. And so we uh, mentioned her and we bought from her. So thank you for yes, your Girl Scout you. cookies. And mm-hmm. I'll be headed to the doctor this afternoon. Uh, and I'm sure my 
A1C is up by 50%. So. Her name is Madeline, by the Madeline. way. Madeline. <laughs> Thank you, Madeline, for making me fatter. Oh, Madeline. Madeline. My granddaughter's yes. name. Yes, yes. Making me fatter. Mm-hmm. So wait till that starts. <laughs> when Mad- my Madeline starts selling Girl Scout cookies, I'm going to have to buy like 80 of them, you know? Well, don't bring them in here. I can't do it. Oh, no, of course. I'll send them right to you. You won't even just, you know, just send it right to the radio station. You I'll just write cases the, of I'll them. just write the check and not eat the cookies. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'll eat the cookies. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. All Somebody right. will eat them. If you see my behind hanging out of my pants, then you're about to say hi to my... My crack! My crack, yeah, yeah. I wear my pants pulled down about halfway. Just hanging on my hips lightly. So low, I shake my stuff nightly. I got me some pants, they're as big as a sail. And I pull them on down to show my butt crack. Hey, I got me some big pants, there's room for about 20. I have to hold them up, cause they make me walk funny. Well, my butt crack is a fuzzy little place where my cheeks come I got a call from Big Boss Bob yesterday. We we're talking about it. And he goes, Robbie, I heard uh, you're not feeling well. What's going on? Mm. And I said, well, I don't know. I just get this. Uh, I thought it was allergies. And then it was, uh, I lost my voice for a couple of weeks at Christmas and blah, blah, blah. We're talking about, it. oh, me too. Like a couple old ladies complaining about every ailment we've got. Yes, it's, you are. It was great. No business was discussed. Just, oh, yeah, me and my back too. Yeah. How about your feet? How do your feet feel? <laughs> they get very cold at night. Me too. I put the blanket on. I take it off. It's terrible. Like, I agree, Bob. <clears throat> got a big show on the way this morning. <laughs> We've never done this before. We're going to play for some tickets. See Southside Johnny, 710. Ready for this? Porno music. Oh, God. Or smooth jazz. Oh, God. Love some music. Did it play in the background of a porno? Uh-huh. A classic 70s porno? Uh-huh. Or is it smooth jazz like you might hear in an elevator? Perfect. You be the judge. It's going to be very difficult. You get two out of three, and you can win some Southside Johnny tickets. I'm sure Southside is very proud to be associated with such a contest. Definitely. You never know when we're popping that top. Get you qualified for $5,000, and Red, White, and Brewfest is coming. We'll get you a pair of passes to be there. President's Day weekend, February the 17th, when somebody walks out with $5,000 cash. Plus, we'll do the world-famous animal stories. He said. She said. At 7.50, Fast Five, birthday file. Ross will be here in a minute with the horrible scope, so a lot to do. Time now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, local businesses, organizations, community groups, putting on fun events. We do our very best to share each and every one of them every morning here around 620 and 835. If you have one, please give us a little notice and let us know. You can text in, you can get us on Facebook or at 1071theboss.com, or you can get a complete list of events where the Boss Roadies are going to be on tour and community events too. Boss Roadies are all set for our Red, White, and Brew Fest Saturday, February 17th with a live broadcast from Kane to give away that $5,000 Cure Insurance Arena, which is in Trenton. We clocked it. It's about 45 minutes. That's, okay. A lot of people say, oh, wow, all the way in Trenton. It's not that far. It's not okay? too far. Not that far. You'll be all right. <laughs> You'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. All right. You can drive the whole state, really, in about an hour and a half. <laughs> well, without traffic. Then the next Springsteen on Sunday <laughs> live broadcast is going to be uh, Sunday, February the 25th from 9 to 11. Mark that down. And then Sunday, March the 3rd, it's the 2024 Belmar St. Patrick's Day Parade, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. Boss Roadies will see you in the parade. 
So that's another one I want you to put on the calendar. We'll get to uh, St. Patty's Day partying soon. Yeah. We've got a couple big events. But okay. it, it, it's too soon to mention. Contractually, I will uh, hold off. Sure. Because I'm already giving you three events to put in your phone, okay? It's a little more than a month away, so I think I think that's okay. You know when you put the event in your phone and then you forget and then out of yeah, nowhere? Every time. Two o'clock in the afternoon on a Wednesday, your phone's like, bloop. Yep. like, what do I got here? Yep. You got an event this Saturday. Springsteen on Sunday, baby. Manahawk and Chess Club doing uh, free play, open wall. Amateurs, two experts, all welcome to drop mm-hmm. in today from 5.30 to 8.30. Pocket protectors, please, Stop. at the uh, Bay Avenue Community <laughs> Center. They'll provide the chess boards, tomsriverchess at gmail.com, for questions and more info. You, I'm, I take you do not know how to play chess. I've never played chess in my okay, life. that's what I thought. I'm a checkers guy. <laughs> King me. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. I'm a checkers guy. And and I like being smoke versus fire. Okay. BXP having a career fair tomorrow from 1 to 4. BXP Carnegie Center over in Princeton. 19 companies will be on site looking to recruit talent and provide an insight on resumes, guide the exploration of various career opportunities. Ooh. No fee to register, just bring an updated uh, resume, valid form of ID, and please dress to impress. Mm. Eventbrite.com. Search BXP Career Fair for the details. Thank you guys for letting us know about that. And food, love, home cooking demonstration tomorrow at 6 to 8 at the JBJ Soul Kitchens in Tom's River. The menu will include uh, fennel, citrus salad, Chef Rob Ooh. will be in the kitchen again. Porco Sabuco, red wine demi, and a creme brulee for dessert. Okay. JBJSoulKitchen.org for all the info. That of course, so good. They do great work year-round. We yes. love our friends over at the JBJ Soul Kitchens. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly local neighborhood CBB, the Boss Community Bulletin Board. Every once in a while, there'll be an artist that you feel as though you know that is like a member of the family. I'll tell you, I took it really hard when Tony Bennett passed away last year. Yeah. Because we would always have his music on, not only at the holidays, but uh, year-round. Mm-hmm. He was a favorite, not only of my folks and of me, but of my grandparents before that. So you feel as though, in a way, it's like Uncle Tony Bennett. You know, you feel like you know him because he's always there. <laughs> the music is always on. Sure. And I got to tell you, I was really, really uh, sad this morning, although not surprised to see the news about uh, Toby Keith passing away at the age of 62. Uh, maybe you're not a big country music fan, but this guy is really a rock star. Yeah, And I'll, I'll tell you what, what he did for our troops during the Iraq War, you know, that courtesy of the Wedbo Right, the Red, White, and Blue song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it really uh, brought a lot of people together. I mean, just a really special guy. And when I was doing uh, country music, I got a chance to uh, interact with him a number of times. And just a wonderful, wonderful guy. And again, kind of felt like a kind of a, a member of the family in a way because uh, my mother just fell in love with him. <laughs> and when yeah. I was single, I would bring her to all these events because she would get a big kick out of meeting all the country people. Of course, she, she's yeah. a big country music fan. And I was never that big a fan, so I'm like, I'll bring Mom along. And so she was just head over heels. I think she might have even had a little crush on Probably. Toby Keith because he was a big strapping guy with a, you know, the goatee and the big cowboy hat, and she just <laughs> loved it. And again, really sad over the last year to see him because he got so skinny. You know, the cancer yeah. just does that to you, which is just just horrible to see. But uh, so we went to uh, this uh, the award show in Las Vegas, and he threw a party, and we got invited to go to the party because he, I think, you and your mother got invited. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got invited through the uh, the radio show. Right. And she came along. And of course, you know, much like this show, no budget, no staff. So <laughs> she was kind of acting as my producer. Sure. And so she got us an invitation to go to this VIP event. <laughs> and he has, uh, or I think he did have a bunch of bars around the country, restaurant and bars. He called, yeah. I love this bar and grill. And mm-hmm. so he had one in one of the hotels. I think it was Harris on the Strip in Las Vegas. So we go to this party and everybody is whispering. He's going to be here. He's going to be here. So we go back in the room, and he says hello to everybody and spent plenty of time yucking it up with my mom, and she's loving it, and there's all the booze and all the food you want. And so she got her picture with him, and she'd already met him a couple of times before this, right? So, again, we were, we're getting ready to, to leave, and I'm like, Mom, we got other events 
it's 10 o'clock at night. It's yeah. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. He's supposed to perform at his bar. So finally, about one in the morning, I was like, first of all, we missed the other events we were supposed to go to. Second of uh, all, we got to get up and do another show tomorrow. Let's just leave. Well, fine, if you want to do that. I said, well, or you can stay and I'll go back and do it. I should, I'm not going to walk around Las Vegas at night by myself, okay? <laughs> so we go back to the room. It's fine. Get up the next morning. All anybody's talking about is like at three in the morning, Toby surprised everybody and performed oh, this special no. intimate acoustic, this once in a lifetime. And she loved him, right? Never heard the end of that for years and years. Well, fast forward, I got out of country music, then I did another thing in Nashville, and I run into him. And I said, Toby, I got to tell you a story. Do you remember having this party in Las Vegas? And yeah. he says, yeah, I do. And I said, you know, I told him the story. He said, my mother wanted to stay, and I didn't. I said, I was worried about getting up. And he looked me right in the eye, and he goes, man, you are a giant wussy. <laughs> Only he didn't say wussy. He used the one that begins with a P. <laughs> He was just a wonderful man. And again, I'm just so sad to read that news this morning. So your music lives on forever. Toby Keith, 62 years old. It's hard to believe he's gone. Mm. That's a fine American right there. Mm -hmm. Wasn't wrong either. You're a big wussy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, yeah, I I should have, I should have stayed out. Joe is, he's always been like this. Made my mother. you or me. It's, it's, it's always been him. Mother missed a once in a lifetime opportunity for a a personal Toby Keith concert. Now you're really going to hear it. You know, she's going to call you today and be really upset. Well. And bring that story up. Yep, of course. She never calls. She She should. She never calls me. Okay, she's going to text you. If I don't call her, she won't call me. Okay. She doesn't want to talk to me. Okay. Because you didn't stay for the party. (laughs) You want to stay for the party, she might call you sometimes. Almost 20 years have gone by. She's still mad about it. (laughs) Yeah, well. (laughs) I understand. Here's another guy that likes me just as much at 848. It's Joe with traffic. No, 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 no. I just think think it's really funny that you've always been like that. That's fine. It doesn't matter. Who, you know, it doesn't really matter, except, of course, you disappointed your mother. You want another great story? It might have been the morning after the Toby Keith thing, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, you know, nobody, man, I say nobody, but Taylor Swift was not a big deal. She had maybe one song, two songs mm-hmm. out, and they were doing okay mm-hmm. in the country radio stations. But, like, as right. far as being the celebrity she is now, no, n- not even close. So we're in the MGM Grand. They put us up at the MGM Grand there in Las Vegas, and they got, like, a little uh, concourse with shops and stuff, and we're in the, uh, I don't know, if CVS or whatever it was, and we're in there. And she was buying... Uh, She's just buying milk and... Taylor Swift <laughs> yeah, is in there? I think she was buying like cream for her face or something. And I said, Mom, that's Taylor Swift. And she goes, hi, Taylor Swift. And she said, oh, hi. You know, we talked to her for a couple of minutes. And she was just yeah. wearing like pajama bottoms and her hair was all stringy. And that's when she had the yep. curly hair. No big deal. She could just walk around and no security. Yeah. Can you imagine now if you yeah. saw Taylor Swift in Vegas, she'd have like 80 people with her. Oh, yeah. You, uh, at least. No yeah. way that she would be going to a CVS or any of the... No way. No, no big way. deal. Yeah. No. Wow. She could not get out of her, her room uh-uh. without people. No way. Her. My mother also yeah. got a back massage from Blake Shelton at this oh event. My God, because yep. she was wow. like I said, we didn't have a producer for my show, so I'm there and I'm doing like a live show from uh, yeah, Joe. You've been to these things where they bring all the celebrities down the row. You know, they all stop yep. and talk Radio to every row. show. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Blake Shelton comes by. He just fell in love with my mother. And I don't know how they get on the topic of, uh, you know, your neck hurts, my neck hurts. And he starts giving her a back massage. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Why is Blake Shelton touching my mother? He's got like his hands like, I mean, they were kind of like, you know, in the. What in, were they like? They were in the shirt, you know, <laughs> massaging her shoulders. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Blake Shelton. So every time I see him on The Voice, I think of that. I'm like, I'm going to tell Gwen Stefani on you. <laughs> That's fantastic. That was quite a, it was a memorable. That is fantastic. It was a memorable That's trip. fantastic. <laughs>
man. You want, can I give you one more funny story from that trip? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. We yeah. had this world-class a-hole who was the program director of this radio station at the time. And uh, he's out on the trip, too. And we avoided him like the plague at every event we possibly could, right? He was just the worst. Hated this guy. And we get to the airport. And we're on Southwest. You know, they got the C, B, and the A. Yeah. We got there super early. So we're in A section. And he shows up like a minute before boarding on this flight. And he's like, and he, every sentence, he's one of these, uh, you know, these guys that reads these books on how to be a manager. He goes, hey, man, how you doing? He t- every sentence starts with, hey, man. And I said, hey, hey, how you doing, right? And uh, he said, uh, he tries to get in line with us. And I said, no, I'm sorry. These people over here in A, nothing I can do for you. And he's waving to us way back at the end of the line in C. I'm like, suck it. <laughs> oh, he was the worst. Got a middle seat probably too. Yep. Well, he was a big chubby guy too. So All the way to the back of the airplane. That's where he belonged, right in the back of the I airplane. I don't like those line cutters. I see people do that all the time. I say something. I know I yeah. know that's probably rude, but like I've seen people do that. They'll come and they'll talk to their friend and then they'll just stand there. I, I'll say, excuse me, I was here. You need to not... Oh, they're saving my spot. The hell they were. Right. No, I don't think so. Well, as you know, Southwest Airlines boarding is like the Hunger Games as it right. is. You know? Well, so. that's what yeah. I'm saying. The hell they were saving your spot. <laughs> this guy just comes waddling up. He's like, hey, man. Yeah. I'm like, sorry, get back to sea. I don't care if you had when, to pee. You better hold it like the rest of us. That's right. When my father was living down in Florida, he wasn't doing well. And I used to go down there like every other weekend. When I get back to PBI, back to Palm Beach International, I would come. I would get there early, and you know, because I just the way I am with airports, I get to airports really early. Yeah. I would go over to the Southwest Gate and just watch. <laughs> yeah, entertaining. Just watch for sport on the Southwest just Gate. Just watch. It really is. I, yep, I'd go. I go to the bar. They had a bar there, and then I get a table, and I'd sit there right across from the mm-hmm. Southwest Gate and just watch. Yeah, and all the f- people screaming at each other. And yeah, coming going up. I was here for. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's, it was hilarious. So good. But at the end of the day, what do we know? Robbie, you are a giant wussy. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Toby oh, Keith. Aww. Rest in peace, yep. big guy. Yeah. Rest in peace, Man, big guy. Really rough. Yep. Anyway. So sad. Time for the world famous Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Animal stories. <laughs> stories trending about our furry little friends, our yeah. four-legged members of the family, mm-hmm. sometimes the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, even the creepy crawlers. Sometimes. From camels to elephants and hippos <laughs> to toucans. Yeah. It's time for animal stories. <laughs> There's a woman who posted a video for 11-year-old golden retriever. His name is Ben. Okay. And he's uh, very interested in the flaming Hot Cheetos that she's eating. Uh-oh. She's like, no, Ben, those are my flaming Hot Cheetos. Let's just say Ben becomes very territorial. Uh-oh. Not having it. Ben, you cannot eat those. He's mad at me. Give me them. Oh. Give me your Hot Cheetos. Oh. You cannot eat them. Okay, I'm not getting near him. He's literally so mad. Oh. Lady, just give him the flaming hot Cheetos. Mm. He'll be fine. What's going to happen to him? I don't know. Dogs That's... get their snouts into all kinds of things. He'll be fine. It's not like he's eating something poisonous. It's just Cheetos. It's going to be what? Salt and but, cheese. But they're flaming hot. They're well, going to be spicy. Well, he'll never touch a bag again. After... I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never touch a bag again. Poor Pop. Let that be a lesson of Ben, the 11-year-old golden retriever. Very territorial. <laughs> These are animal stories. Well, we have uh, breaking news. The world record for oldest dog might be bogus. It currently belongs to a Portuguese dog, a dog in uh, Portugal named Bobby, who supposedly turned 31 in October, but the Guinness people say a formal review is underway because they believe the owner might have swapped the original Bobby several years back. What? And that this dog might not be nearly as old as they say he is, so... I don't know how you review that sort of thing, but... Huh. Yeah, I mean, how do you know if the dog has already passed away? How do you review that? What do you do? I just feel like it involves sticking something up its took because I got to be honest with you. 
<laughs> it involves checking out the teeth and probably a thermometer oh, to the butthole. I don't know. Doggies. But let me just say, Bobby wants no part of this. And also, why why would you uh, lie about this? It doesn't make any sense because you don't get paid. There's no there's no real fame that comes with owning the world's oldest well, dog, does there? I mean, I guess we're talking about it and we're nowhere near there. So I, there is some. I mean, there's notoriety, but I mean, it doesn't pay right, the bills, does right. it? That no, doesn't get you a cup no. of coffee. No, of course not. It's like if I get the oldest great grandma, what good does that do me? <laughs> I just got a half dead smelly old lady in the chair with an afghan on her legs. You know, what does that get me? Whoop de doo for me. God. These are animal stories. There's a duck out in your home state of Michigan, <laughs> lost her lifelong partner to wildlife. Aww. And in order to make it through the winter, needed a companion. Well, the Aww. Fleischer family posted a Facebook ad for a new partner for the duck, found two ducks to befriend Sophia, Aww. the newly single duck. Here's Lindsay, Josie, and Brendan Fleischer talking about their ducks. We posted on Facebook to see if there was anybody willing to let us adopt their duck. We were able to find somebody that had two ducks. They said, please come get them. I think she's more happy. Um, I'm hoping that our new ones are a girl and a boy so they have baby ducks so we have more. And Yeah, that was a little chilling at the Ooh, end there, wasn't it? A little bit. Just breeding ducks. That little girl was a little little bit. It's like the Michael Vick of duck breeders, apparently. <laughs> and more. And more. And more. And more. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who needs some friends is this family. Yeah, probably. My guess is the duck would have done just fine. Yeah. Sophia's looking for a way out of there. <laughs> <laughs> These are animal stories. There was drama at a recent cat show in Mesa, Arizona after one of the contestants attacked a judge. <gasps> It was put on by the Cat Fanciers Association. Black cat named Ludwig von Beethoven. Stop it. Tried to bite her hand, smacked her in the face. No, no, we're going to... The black cat smackdown. That one was just terrifying. When you see the eyes going oh like that, that kitty was actually disqualified. Oh Man, that's some great oh. news. Great news reporting. That's Jake Tepper on CNN with the judge who was bit by cat Ludwig von Beethoven. <laughs> That cat was not happy. Don't touch me. One pissed off pussy, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pissy pussy. I think you're right. Well, these are always fun. There's a woman in Texas just outside of Dumas. A deer crashed through the window, spent 24 hours inside destroying the place while she and her husband were not at home. Homeowner Courtney Hawk on the local news comes home, just finds the house trashed. Oh, my gosh. Police believe it was the deer loose in the house. Caused all this damage. I opened the door and just about 15 feet in front of me was a deer just staring at me. And oh, I see. And stared at each other for probably 15, 30 seconds because I had no idea how to even process the fact mm. that there was a deer standing in my kitchen. Oh, okay. So the deer is still there when she gets home. Wow. That's really scary. Well, a little less police work involved than I thought. It's a deer. Yeah. He's here. Come home in Jersey, find your house trash. You just assume that someone thought you had valuables, you're being wiretapped. Yeah, that's about right. They want you to be an informant, something that, you know, you're friends with Trump, you know, something like that. <laughs> Texas, a little bit different. Yeah. And finally, to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the beer capital of America. A woman there, frantic when her elderly dog, 16-year-old Bear, went missing last week. Aww. She got a text message letting her know he was okay. Where did he go? Well, of course, it's Milwaukee. Went to the bar. He showed up at a bar in town called Finks of Milwaukee. Friend of a friend was there and said, wait a minute, that's that's so-and-so's dog. Oh, my God. It was kind of just getting dark. I was outside with all three dogs. I'm looking and we're After about 15 or 20 minutes, I was just in tears. I was just... 
because he's old. A couple things here. It sounds like that woman has been indulging in the Pabst Blue Ribbon herself. Oh, no. Dog figures he's 16. He might as well get a nice night of party, a nice night of drinking. I'm going to the bar. Belly up to the bar before he pat. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. Good for you. Why don't you have a side of flaming Hot Cheetos? Oh, no. These are the world famous <laughs> animal stories. Not giving away any free money yet today. Our boss, All-American of the Day yesterday, was Amy and Jackson. Could be you today. Qualifying for $5,000 cash and passes into our Red, White, and Brew Fest President's Day weekend. That's happening uh, February the 17th, Saturday the 17th. Kane will be there doing a live broadcast and awarding somebody a check for $5,000 cash. Woo. So listen for that pop-top today to get qualified to win. This is a strange story from the Boston Globe. And no... It is not my hometown newspaper, despite what you may have heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what you may have heard uh, mentioned, libelly mentioned on this program. Uh, there's what's called a uh, diaper spa that has just opened up right on the Massachusetts New Hampshire border. Wait, did you say diaper spa? It's called a diaper spa. Okay. This is where adults talk about feelings in a state that brings them back to their earliest childhood wearing diapers. It's a uh, progressive form of therapy what? where you're supposed to talk about yeah, things that affected you as a child, and they have you get down into a into a diaper and speak to the therapist that way and interact with others who also experienced uh, trauma, stress, whatever it was when they were a child, and so you walk around in diapers all day, and it's supposed to be a safe environment. Oh, but they, my God. The owner of the diaper spa says uh, people tend to fear anything they fail to comprehend. There's nothing strange about this at all. It's progressive therapy. Can you imagine? I mean, listen, I'm in therapy every hour, every day. But if they told me we want you to go up to some farm in New Hampshire, <sighs> put I, on some swaddling clothes, and talk about your feelings as a baby, I don't know how I would feel about that. I don't know. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't want to judge anybody if that's what they need. I mean, I'm if not that's judging the type of them, therapy that they need in their life. I feel like I'm judging the therapist that this is a weird. I, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. Unless you have like some sort of repressed memory that yeah. that's going to bring back for you, I don't understand what the point of doing therapy in a diaper is. Got. I mean, I thought that that was kind of like a sexual fetish for some people, wasn't well, it? Well, I think yeah, it, it can be, but that's not what they're talking about right, here. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I know that that's a thing. And I, again, I'm not judging anyone. If that's your thing, that's fine. I just don't understand how that can be useful in a therapy session. I guess maybe because you're vulnerable, like yeah. a child. Right. Is, that, is that the... Okay. Well, to each their own. To each their own. <laughs> to each their own that, is right. That's not for me, but if that's for you, that's great that that's there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't... It's, can you imagine being a person that's like serving lunch at that place? No. Watching all no. these people walking around? That, no, I cannot. I, I can. I mean, it's hard because if you are someone who who works at a, something like that, you yeah. have to believe in the therapy. Otherwise, no, you, you can take the check. You don't have to believe. Nothing. I feel like you do because your job every day is going to be very difficult yeah. to sit there and speak to somebody who's in a diaper who's attempting to do some sort of therapy and yeah. not laugh at them if you don't believe in it. So I think, seriously, I, I think you have to believe in that in order to work there. Otherwise I find it's, it's, a, it's amazing what a what a nice fat check will do for you and just puts a whole different perspective <laughs> on your, your whole attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the diapers, just pay people. You'd Definitely be just, You know helps. what I'm saying? Definitely helps. <laughs> well, speaking of money, listen to this. Jimi Hendrix red, white, and blue headband. You know, like he wore at uh, Woodstock? Yeah. You've yeah. seen those pictures of him wearing that? Uh, he wore it at seven different concerts, as a matter of fact, that same year. It's hit the auction block. It's expected to sell today for 40000 Wow. A ratty, sweaty old headband from 50-something years ago. It's amazing. 
If it was anybody else's headband, it'd just be gross. But Jimi yeah. Hendrix are going to give $40,000, probably go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or you know one of the Hard Rock Cafes or Planet Hollywood or something like that. It always amazes me what people will pay for something that a celebrity owned or wore. Yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, it, it amazes me. That's, I, that, again, that's something that you would think should be in a museum or on display. But if somebody has that and is a huge fan, they'll buy it. I mean, I can understand uh, if it? you're a huge fan, if he inspired you, like Buddy Holly's glasses, you know? Or if you want a Jimi Hendrix guitar, I, could, I suppose I could understand that. But when it comes to uh, pieces of clothing, yeah. combs, uh, you know, these personal, <laughs> uh, personal items just seem... A tube of toothpaste from Elvis probably costs like $5,000 at auction. Right. It's strange, right? what are you going to do with that? It's creepy. Or like the people like the little bit of hair from celebrities. Oh. Yeah. I don't get that at all. Yeah, I don't don't know. But once again, if you'd like to buy mine, I'd be happy, (laughs) happy to take your check. 80 cents. Your check or money order. 80 cents. We still haven't gotten you up on Cameo. I've been waiting with bated breath for that, you know. What's the no, matter? What's the matter? Nothing's the matter. Nothing's the matter. It's it's uh, I, I you know it's 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 just an ongoing uh, uh, thorn in my side. To be honest with you, I don't know if I'm even going to do it anymore because it's just uh, um, just a pain. Too to much work. Yeah, to, yeah, you know, I mean the the background and this person doesn't like this and this person doesn't like that and you know it's just you know the hell with all of it. I feel like it doesn't have to be that complicated though. If you look on Cameo, a lot of these people are just sitting on their in their office chair or on their couch or in the I've seen them in the car. Like it doesn't have to be that complicated. Mm. It can be. You can make it more complicated and do elaborate things and I understand why that could be appealing, but I don't think you have to make it that crazy, Joe. You could just put yourself yeah. up there and you know Oh, I know. About a year ago, uh, uh, Kermit made me buy this ultra expensive camera and a stream deck, and it's just still sitting here doing oh. nothing. Can I make a suggestion? Instead of going through Cameo, who gets a cut of whatever you make, why don't you just put up an advertisement on your Facebook page? And if people would like you, uh, you know, set up a get a burner phone number, and then just text them a video that way, and then you don't have to go mm-hmm. through the app. Yeah, that'd can, be real they easy. They can Venmo you, right? Yeah, and then and then Cameo will sue me. Why? How are they going to know what you're doing? Don't call it Cameo. Copyright infringement. Yeah, come on. <laughs> send a message. Copyright a happy birthday video. I think you'd be fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What's the matter? It's just because we, we're we fighting off the air, and that's what this is about. He's all depressed. No. See? Yep. no, no I can no, tell. No. I can tell. This is why I didn't want to bring this up. It ruined your whole morning, and it's not, this is the no. last thing I wanted to happen. All right. He's all upset now. All passive-aggressive. Turns off his microphone, just walks right out. The yeah. minute we're done. I mean, just ridiculous. Doesn't have to be this hard. I knew I shouldn't have brought this up. You this shouldn't morning. have said anything. Shouldn't have said anything. You shouldn't have said anything. I was trying to soften the blow so we didn't have a miserable dinner on Thursday. It probably would have been better to have the miserable dinner because at least you could have had a drink yeah. while you were discussing. And now it's but. just uh, it's going to fester for several days. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what yeah. friends are for. Both it's- of you need to go to that diaper clinic. <laughs> work out your issues in a diaper. I think yeah, it'll be, make it easier be for bl- you. Blackmail for each of us. That's how you soften the blow, is you have an argument while you're both standing there in a diaper. That'd be a lot of man boob. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, for the first time ever, porno music or smooth jazz? I've got a couple of clips. You tell me, did it come from the soundtrack of a vintage porno movie? <laughs> An mm-hmm. adult film. A stag film, as I used to call them. Or is it smooth jazz? You know, like elevator music. Yes. You get two out of three. We're playing for tickets to go see Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes, part of the 50th anniversary <laughs> celebration. On February the 16th, over at the Stone Pony, they'll get you some Stone Pony merch and a $200 uh, dinner gift card to Seahorse and Asbury Park if you get upgraded. So if you win this week, we're going to pick one of the five winners we get this week uh, to win the, the upgrade there with mm-hmm. dinner at the Seahorse and also the merch. All right, so for example, 
porno music or smooth jazz. Oh, yeah, girl. Mm. That doesn't sound like smooth jazz. So I guess I'm going to say porno music. No, that's jazz. Is it? Okay. That's, that's jazz music. <laughs> I guess that's not what I think of when I think of... That's smooth I, jazz. It sounds like jazz, but not like smooth jazz, but... Okay. I don't know what the hell album it is, but it's it's like, All right. an, it's like All right. 80s smooth jazz. All right. 732-774-4444. Got to get two out of three right to win. Let's start on line one. Good morning. It's the boss. Hey, guys. Andy Majoris here. Andy, how are you? All right. How are you? Good. We're playing for uh, Southside Johnny tickets here. We're playing porno music or smooth jazz. So you got to get uh, two out of three. Tell me, did this come from a vintage adult film or is it just elevator music, you know, like the Kenny G smooth jazz? Make sense? I'll do my best. All right, listen closely. Song number one. <laughs> well, it sounds like a Snoop Dogg or something, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, adult porno. <laughs> nope. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was a porn, too. <laughs> nope, that's smooth jazz. All right, you got to get Dang the next. It. Andy, next two, two right here to win, okay? All right. It definitely sounded like it was from HBO. I'm just saying. Is this from an adult movie? Is it porno music or is it smooth jazz? What do you think, Andy? Um, I'm going to go with porno again. Yep, that was a porno. (laughs) (laughs) HBO Zone, baby. HBO Zone. All right, for the win, porno or smooth jazz? I'm going to go smooth jazz. Yeah! Nice job! Nice job, Andy! I went the other way on that one. <laughs> I was up against the wall after not making the first one. Well, listen, let me I tell know. you. Somebody was up against the wall in the, uh, the second clip we played there, too. <laughs> right up in... Oh, yeah. Right. Where did you find that? <laughs> Don't you worry oh, about my God. it. Don't you worry about it. There's all sorts of things on the YouTube. Uh-huh. You guys make me laugh every day. Well, we oh, appreciate that. We get a nice you. night out for you here at Southside Johnny and the Jukes, the 50th anniversary celebration at the Pony. That's next week, February the 16th. And you might get upgraded for uh, dinner at the Seahorse and uh, Merch Bag as well, all right? Sounds good. You guys are the best. All right, back at you. Hang in the line. Don't hang up. We'll get all your info and get you on the uh, VIP guest list. Time now for hashtag mom. What a segue. Mom. It's every morning, 720, 920. We hear from moms. We search at hashtag and we share them just like this. At average underscore dad one said, my five-year-old just yelled at me for reading her journal and said, it's private. Mm. The journal entry that was private reads, I love zebras. Who doesn't love zebras? <laughs> That's a private thought, though. <laughs> Don't like, read that, dad. It's like the newspaper, black and white and red all over. <laughs> Rachel McGab said, uh, my wife and I didn't renew our vows, but we did solve our third graders' math problems together. Congratulations. Good job. You know more about algebra than I. That's right. And Allie Weston said, asking my daughter how she got to be so dramatic and then remembering how I cried in the grocery store when they stopped carrying my favorite rosé. Listen, I, I cry in a grocery store all the time. Happens. So, it, it happens, And I'll be Allie. discussing it uh, in a diaper with my therapist yes. and, and maybe with Nolan later this afternoon. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Confessions. Each morning at 72920, send one in. We'd be happy to share yours right here. Sometimes even from dads and grandmoms. Your Fast Five birthday file coming right up.
coming soon to your disgusting bathroom. AI for your peace of mind. Introducing ChatGPT, GoPro Toiletizer. My circuits are cringing. It chats while it cleans. This bathroom needs a digital detox. Stat. Let ChatGPT handle your dirty work. Yo, Chat GoPro Toiletizer. Sterilize my bathroom. Warning, biohazard zone detected. Activating cleaning protocols. It's like a virtual cleaning assistant at your command. Is this your bathroom or a testing ground for pathogens? And all you have to do is completely give up eating out or getting takeout. Wait, what? Chat GoPro Toiletizer. Because convenience beats out your laziness. Let's congratulations again to uh, Andy from Tinton Falls. He got tickets in to see Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes at the Pony, part of their 50th anniversary year celebration on February the 16th, and he's qualified to be upgraded for uh, dinner at the Seahorse in Asbury Park and a 50th anniversary Stone Pony merch bag. Come on. He correctly identified uh, two out of three porno music or smooth jazz. First time we've ever played that game, and I promise you it will not be the last. I enjoy- <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a it bit. It was very fun, just don't, just don't look at my Google searches. They oh find all that God. music, right? By the way, Kermit gives me this look over the little thing here. He's like, you don't know what hypothesis means? It's a joke. I understand what hypothesis... Well, you don't know what that means? Yeah, I know what it means. I don't know what happened here. We've had a little... The dichotomy of the room has changed. Everybody's got an attitude all of a sudden, so... It happens. Don't you do it to me, all right? It's only Tuesday. Don't you turn on me, too. <laughs> Tuesday world-famous uh, celebrity birthday file. In a second. Okay. Right? I'm not doing that first. Am I? Yes. What am I doing first? The Fast Five? Five big old trending stories that you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. A reminder, stay in touch with us. You can do that anytime. We're at Robbie and Rochelle Radio on all these social media pages. If you like the Instagram or Facebook or TikTok, you can follow us wherever you get uh, podcasts. Just search Robbie with a Y and Rochelle should pop right up. Or it's right there at 1071theboss.com. Number five, bacon, bacon. It was bacon mania last night in Virginia. Women's uh, team playing Miami. And if they uh, both miss their free throws, they were giving out free bacon to the crowd. Did you see the video of this? No. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm not a big sports guy, but you'd, you'd get me to the arena pretty quickly if you're promising me free bacon. So both teams had to uh, take their free throws and miss during uh, halftime. They bring them out there and yeah. they do the ball throw. Yeah. And then if, uh, if they both miss them, you get the, the free bacon. I don't know how that works. I guess I get a guy like the Cracker Jack guy walking around handing out bacon. Here you go. Yeah, right. Bacon for everyone. It's bacon bacon time. time. Yeah, we brought in a couple of hogs for this. Hey, bacon. Bacon time, baby. Number four. That is fun. I like that. The 33rd annual Toboggan National Championship took place in Maine over the weekend. I don't know how we turn off misses on the sports page today. (laughs) Team Whiskey on the Ice took first place in the two person division. And there's a couple of teams uh, on the news talking about this. This is a thing? Yeah. That's amazing. I don't know that I've ever uh, turned on the ESPN and seen the Toboggan Championship. This has got to be on like ESPN 8. <laughs> well, you've been up there. Those Mainers are weird people, you yeah, know? Yeah. They live in these little towns with four people in the town, and one of them's got Stephen King, you know what it's I mean? True. It's true. I'm expecting to see some really good competition. I hope Whiskey on Ice is on the top of the podium uh, at the end of the day Sunday and uh, some fast times all weekend. It's connected to a lot of people who I didn't think I'd like get close to, and I'm and made with my best friend, so I mean, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're cranking train in the background, my buddy Pat Monahan. What a bunch of cool white guys. They're very cool. I have to be honest with you, I was picturing uh, the Jamaican bobsled team in that movie Cool Runnings. Yeah, absolutely. But, but this is a toboggan. You're not quite oh, as cool as the bobsled guys. That's Those guys true. are actual Olympians. You're just doing a toboggan down a mountain in Maine. Do you know the last time I was on a toboggan, 
I went so fast on the hill, I hit a kid and knocked him out. Wow. Well, that was really bad. That sounds like at least a misdemeanor. That's I don't know that you should. That's the only memory uh, I have of Tobacco. Can you please not mention that publicly again unless we have our attorney? I mean, he didn't press charges. Unless we have fine. the corporate counsel present, please. Right. Actually passed out, though. Awesome. <laughs> Rochelle admitting to a crime. He didn't press charges. It was an accident. I didn't mean to. Can we check the statute of limitations on this? <laughs> Suddenly I feel like I'm about to make a big payout. Jesus. All right, by the way, what is the difference between a toboggan and a bobsled? They look out because I'm looking at the video and it looks exactly the same to me as what I know of a bobsled. Well, I believe a toboggan is like a regular sled, like the wooden sled. That's what I think of when I think of toboggan. And then the the bobsled is like those aerodynamic ones that you know, go around. It looks like a little the, rocket ship, made right? differently, yeah. The toboggan, there are years in here, uh, appears to be uh, enclosed somewhat at the foot, at the front. So it's not like uh, not like just a kid's sled. It's a little more elaborate than that. So I don't know the difference, but they must have uh, professional toboggans. Well, uh, yeah, because like a, a toboggan is has the thing for your foot, but it's made of wood. But the bobsled, like you actually... I believe you yeah. You sit in them, right? Correct. If I'm thinking of the movie, like yeah. they sit in them. Yeah, so like I say, it's like the little spaceship, little mini spaceship. Yeah, yeah. So they definitely look different. Well, this thing looks kind of similar with their ride because, oh, again, okay. their feet are enclosed. But, oh, okay. I know, it's just a little more a little more fancy than a sled. <laughs> but we've already spent far too much time discussing toboggans, so let's move on to number <laughs> three. 30 middle school teachers in Kentucky uh, won a million-dollar lottery ticket, and they're splitting it. Whoa. They match five in a Powerball. Here's the teachers. They all get on the news talking about this big lotto win. I'm sure a lot of people do this. And, of course, being the um, the greedy, selfish, narcissistic person I am, I would not want to get in an <laughs> office pool for this very reason. Because then if you win, you know, if you win a million bucks, what do you get? 20 grand, which is not terrible. It's better than nothing, But it'd be it? much better to win a million bucks all your own. But So these people are all splitting it. I don't understand why people want to do that. But I, mean, I guess it's because you're buying more tickets overall. But, yes. But, again, yes. you just you get a fifth of the winnings. So it takes a little wind out of my sails, but here they are. Talking about this. Oh my gosh, we've won. You're right. What did we win? She goes, she goes, Reynolds, I think we won a million dollars. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. We work extra jobs to pay our bills. We work, you know, we just look for it at anywhere that we can get it. And it's amazing just to have a little bit of relief for a second, some breathing room. And so it wasn't the monetary as much as it was the symbol behind us being family. No, it's not so nice. You're all family. You're all family. Let me do the math here for a second. So I believe a million bucks would put you at... uh, Million times point thirty percent in taxes or so, so that's three hundred. So that drops you down to seven hundred thousand dollars divided by five. Um, well, it's about one hundred and forty grand a piece. I mean, that doesn't yeah. suck. So that's not bad. That's probably that's awesome. Uh, that's probably more than a year's salary, or that's great. maybe double. Yeah, all right. That's great. I take it back. That's not so bad. I would be totally okay with splitting it. You have a better chance. You all have money now. You don't have to worry about who's paying the bill when you go out. You can all pay for it. I think it's great. We do and I go out and buy tickets together next time. Hey, Bobby Boogie, look, we won. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Dozen. Number two, Joe Rogan. Congratulations. Talk about big bucks. Listen to this. He has signed a new deal with Spotify for his podcast. Yeah. For $250 million, a cool quarter billion. That's crazy. This is the same bozo that was on news radio, that sitcom back in the uh, 90s, and on Fear Factor making people eat bugs. And now he's like a respected voice for news, current events, and he does his podcast. It's crazy to me. He is the most listened to podcaster, more than NPR, more than Fox News. No matter what your politics are, he is the number one. New York Times is is after him. Amazing to me. I got a mad respect that this guy has built this uh, kind of fan base for himself because he's he's just a guy when you think about it. He's just a guy. It's not like he was... uh, 
You know, I talk about like Matthew McConaughey. Yes, he's an actor, but you hear him speak and you're like, well, this is a smart guy. This mm-hmm. is a guy that pays mm-hmm. attention. And yeah, he chose to be an actor, but he and he could be a, a world leader if he wanted to be. Joe Rogan? Yeah, the guy who hosted Fear Factor. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 literally, he might be a step below Scott Baio. I feel yeah. like Scott Baio is more famous if it weren't for this podcast than Joe Rogan yeah. ever was. He's, he's really the, the podcast success story. There's not get, many yeah. of them, but he's it's definitely- like Dan Cortez from MTV, and all of a sudden, you know, I honestly, I've never listened to his podcast ever. So no, I haven't I heard. No, I've seen uh, some video clips of is him. He, but. Is he really polarizing? Is he really depends what he he's just, talking about? Okay. He's, he's one of those people that's got extreme views one way and then extreme views I the see. other way, so he makes everybody mad. You know, I see. So he's kind of like the Howard Stern of today. He's kind of like uh, he's got like the Bernie Sanders. Everybody should get money from the government thing. But then on the other hand, he, he's anti-vaccine, so he makes everybody. I see. He makes, so he makes everybody crazy. Makes, everybody's mad. So I don't. I don't. But again, who is this? Guy. But $250 million. Got to respect that. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Good the for him. Fear Factor guy. He probably made good money getting people eating bugs. Blech. I hate that show. Probably, I cannot Probably made watch good money show. doing that. $250 million. Oh my gosh. Good for him. Let's see just for fun what that is after taxes here. <laughs> $250 million times point. That'd be in the uh, top percentile, so that's 38. So he's losing $95 million in taxes. That's a lot. Yeah, so he's doing what? About $150 million take home? Not I mean, too bad. Not too bad. You could definitely uh, reseed the lawn with that kind of cash. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus story for you. The Wall Street Journal says the hot new bedtime for new workers, these are people just out of college in their 20s, is 9 o'clock. <laughs> really? Young adults say they recognize the link between sleep and health more than previous generations did, and they're looking to uh, work harder and smarter in the workplace, so they're going to bed early. I haven't figured that out myself. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I go to bed at 9 o'clock because I have to, because I just pass out. But... I, you, yeah. You do, you pass out. But boy, when I was in my 20s, I used to stay out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, you know? Yeah, I can't imagine going to bed at 9 o'clock as a 21-year-old. It's kind of a sad no. thing. You know, life is too short, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Go out there and get bombed. I didn't, yeah, I think so there were some days I remember I didn't get out of bed until 2 o'clock in the afternoon when I was in college and before I had kids. Matter of fact, bring a flash to work. You'll be a lot happier. you make friends, okay? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> According to dietitians, the best midnight snacks mm-hmm. are none of the sugary treats. Shocker. A little warm milk. People do that no to go to sleep. Nope, cookies. that's not what you want. They say the best things you can do. No Girl Scout cookies. Mm. Turkey breast. Vegetables oh, with geez. hummus. How like disgusting is that? Carrots and hummus. And Horrible. a banana with nut butter. Before you go to bed, hummus? <laughs> Are yeah, you that's, out of your mind? Yeah, oh, that, stop it. Well, that's gross. I guess it could help you celebrate uh, National Fart Day eating hummus before bed or <laughs> banana. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's going to... I hope hummus you're single. Reminds, hummus reminds me of dirt. <laughs> it just it just looks like dirt. And, and it's funny. When when, when I'm, I'm going to the store and I'll say, you know, I mean, do you need anything? She said, yeah, get some hummus. All right, I'll get dirt. And that, Because that, that's what it just looks like. And to me, it just tastes... It's horrible. Have it's you tried it with lit. the garlic though? The garlic yeah, and the oil is pretty good. Well, it's terrible. I love. I do. I love hummus, but not for bed. Not before bed. No. 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 And listen, I I have had some authentic hummus, and you get that garlic yeah. dip with it. I mean, it comes out your pores. Like you don't. You you just you're gonna smell like it for several hours, maybe days. It's delicious. I'm gonna but, uh, probably offend some people because I believe hummus is a Greek thing, right? 
Uh, but, I, I don't but, think so. It's is Mediterranean. It, is it just Mediterranean? Because mm-hmm. I, I find the Greek hummus is not it's too garlicky for me. But you go down to Lakewood or you know one of those nice Jewish delis, and they sell the uh, the, the Jews uh, Jewish uh, Jewish own hummus. I forget yeah, what it's yeah. called. Yeah, and it's got the tahini in the middle. Oh of it. my God, it is the most delicious. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. So it's yeah. worth a trip to one of those places because Rich- I don't know why, well, but Rochelle stopped Middle over Eastern. there. And, I yeah, mean, that's it's, it's oh. comes from that all that that area. But there are different. Area, yeah, yeah, there's different variations you can make. Like me, I had never had the Jewish hummus, and yeah. the, the, it is just it is awesome. delicious. It's a little tamer than than the traditional it's, hummus. Right, it's got a creaminess to it. Yeah. Oh, it's worth a trip to one of the little delis there. Just so yeah, good. It is. But coming from Michigan, I have the, a big deer in Dearborn. There's a big concentration of Middle Eastern that come yeah. directly from the Middle East, and they yeah. make authentic, and it's so good. Like it is the best food you'll ever have. But, no, 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 but that. that, that's a little much. It's a little spicy. I don't like, know about that. And, but. And you don't want it before bed. Or I, I did the. I made the mistake of getting uh, a little shawarma sandwich, and I ate it before I went on the airplane on the way back here. Well, that's rude I of you. I felt so bad. I was like, I'm really sorry. That's rude of you. I'm so sorry. It was delicious, though. I don't care. It was so good. We've also uh, had an argument about gyro gyro. It's gyro. It's gyro, right? It's Joe, what euro. Would you, it's I, euro. I say gyro. It's not gyro. You got it's little, euro. You got a little push cart uh, on 49th Street. It's, it's a yeah. gyro. Euro. That was a gyro. Yeah, that was a gyro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gyro. It's a euro. All right, here's a birthday file. Chris Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember the time I was run over by one of those guys? That was embarrassing. No. Yeah. I was, oh, I, mean, I, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah, there, yeah, but I've heard the story. He ran me over. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he ran me over. You <laughs> probably happens. called it a gyro. You pro- yeah, you probably called it a gyro. <laughs> no, he was, forget I, this guy. I, I think he was a chestnut guy. Not good. <laughs> and then he's yelling at me. He's like, yo, oh, get I... out the way. Get out the way. I'm like, you ran me over. He's right out of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, man. I <laughs> ran over a pretzel guy once. Knocked him right over. You With ran your him car? Over? Outside of the garden. No, not in a car. Just uh, just like body blocked. Oh. <laughs> I didn't mean to, but no, it, sure. it just, it's it a happens, long yeah. story, but I, I, re- me and three of my buddies, we, we, we appropriated the Fordham Ram head off of the Fordham Ram ah. and, uh, and we were running out of Madison square garden with the police behind us. And we, uh, <laughs> and we went through a door and outside that door at the garden was a pretzel guy. Oh and no. He, and Down. over he went. <laughs> And then we ran around the other side and got down into Penn Station. And once we got to Penn Station, I said, we well, just get on the first train. I don't care where it's going. Get on the first train. Get out of here. Like, we got to get out of here. And, uh, but, yeah, that was my uh, pretzel cart guy. Mm. Both of you admitting to a misdemeanor here on the program today. Listen, if they That's don't press right. charges, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 1978. You're fine. Nobody cares anymore. That was yeah. the least of uh, New York City's problems in those days. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, exactly. All right, Chris Humphreys, the former uh, Mr. Kim Kardashian, 39 today. Rick Ashley, you've been Rickroll, baby. He's 58. Axel Rose, Kathy and Jimmy from the Hocus Pocus movies. Uh, Tom Brokaw, NBC Nightly News. <laughs> 84 today. Mike Farrell, he was uh, Captain BJ from MASH, 85. And uh, how about this one? Fabian, the teen idol Fabian, 81 oh, yeah. years old today. You remember him? Wow. Happy, happy birthday, Fabian. I think he still tours around. He goes around with... Uh, Does he really? At 81? Huh? Wow. He goes around. What's his face there? He was in the Grease movie, uh, The Teen Angel. Mm-hmm. What yeah. the hell is his name? Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon, yeah. yep. All right. That's 750. A good tour. <laughs> yeah. That's a, fun a tour. That's a great tour. <laughs> All the people with the oxygen tanks that's a, and the canes. It's a beautiful time. They probably put on a good tour, honestly. I bet they I bet they do. I saw them, but it was like thirty something years ago and they were great. That's yeah. good. They yeah. were all, all tanned. Pretty and, nice guy, too. Yeah. Frankie I never met Avalon. Fabian, but uh 
Frankie Avalon. We met him in Bermuda one time. My grandmother comes over, goes over to him. Hey, you look and see that. And I said, Grandma, stop. Just sit down. She gets up, goes over to him. And she <laughs> says, sit down. My grandmother sat and had lunch with him. Wow. Oh my God. That's beautiful. Wow. Yep. A long time ago. He's yep. got like uh, 20 kids or something, doesn't he? I don't know. Yeah, actually, I think he does now that you say that. Yep. Something I knew about Frankie Avalon is he was just. I don't know about 20, but it's a lot of. I think it's a lot. He's just yeah, banging them out right. one year after another. He's got a whole bunch of them. So I bet you he's got all kinds of. He probably has 20 grandkids. I'll bet you that. Easy. According to Wikipedia, he has three, but. Three kids? <laughs> no, I remember reading a news story that Frankie no. Avalon had like a whole bunch of kids, like an, you know, like a, a Duggard situation. No? Um, and according to Wikipedia, Frankie Avalon has three. But, I, I mean, they could be wrong. Anybody can add to Frankie Avalon. He's no, got... Oh, no. Okay, wait. If you scroll for... No, he has eight children. Eight children. There He's you go. got eight children and ten grandchildren. Well, I would have yeah. thought it'd be more grandkids. Yeah. Well, this was riveting. <laughs> well. <laughs> now we know. Now we know. Yeah, we got it all in there now. Good. So that was good. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> this is Frankie Avalon. People remember there this from is. Greece, right? I think so. I do. Future so unclear now. What's left of your career now? I just remember he says, you're going to look like a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, Frankie Avalon <laughs> just said hooker. That's not nice. That's not nice at all. It's not nice. All right, Nick, Poor go Frenchie. Ahead. Go ahead. Is everything going? Are you warm? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. I'll tell you, we got one of those uh, systems where it's either freezing cold or... Yeah. You're just sweltering hot in the booth. Yeah, you know? I get that. That that really stinks. I, I had to put a, an HVAC unit in my uh, my home studio because I had that exact problem, and now uh, we've gotten rid of that. Um, but, yeah, look, temperatures right now are starting off in the upper 20s, lower 30s across the area. Another day with an abundance of sunshine. And I think that's going to continue for tomorrow and Thursday. A few more clouds might get thrown back our way, especially coming in off of the ocean next couple of days. But still, we keep the sun around. Clouds filter in over the weekend. But I don't think you're really going to care because Saturday I'm projecting a high of about 61 or so across the region. And this is the fake spring that I've been telling you about. Don't fall for it. We're down <laughs> in the 50s on Sunday, four. Monday. We have a storm signal out there on the horizon on Tuesday. Now, I am not going to get into any details right now. It's equally possible that it's rain or snow, but with the cold air pushing down from the north, I, I like our chances. But regardless of what happens behind that is when the pattern change really comes in and we see those temperatures come down into the 30s on a consistent basis. We have some minor tidal flooding possible tomorrow morning. That should be uh, the most of it, uh, probably about four to six inches of water in the streets in those culprit areas between 5 and 7 a.m. tomorrow. So if everything is to play out exactly as you imagine it possibly could, and yeah. you, you say it could be like a, a six, eight-inch snowstorm, right? Could yeah, be. Yeah. I, I, you know, if uh, if everything works out, yeah, I mean, that that is definitely feasible. And I might even be on the, the low side for seasonal totals if we keep the activity up. We could get to March, and uh, like 2018, we had like 40 inches of snow around here. So who knows? T- time will tell, but I, I do like the pattern going forward. Well, I hate it. Uh, also, uh, a <laughs> couple of friends of yours, I meant to mention this to you yesterday. We met them over the weekend. We were up at the Meadowlands for Pizza Bowl. Uh, News 12's Jim Murdoch says hello, oh. and uh, NBC10 Philadelphia's Justin Goldnick says hello as well. Two very, very good friends. Uh, Justin was actually... 
my backup when I was at a, one of the TV stations in uh, South Jersey many years ago. Just wonderful, wonderful people. Love Jim, love uh, uh, Justin, and uh, thanks for letting me know. Well, they didn't have very nice things to say about you, so wow. I, no, that's wow. not that's not true at all. But I, but He's I'll tell lying. you, I'll tell you, I did get some good gossip about the uh, dearly departed Channel Forty in Atlantic City. Oh my God, yeah, what a story! What a story! They should oh, make a movie yeah. about it. It was crazy from what uh, Jim was talking about. Crazy. You know what? It, it started my career. I am forever thankful for it. But, uh, yeah, it was some crazy times over there. All right, with a live satellite hookup to his home, here he is, the boss with the sauce, Uncle Ross Britton, and your Tuesday horrible news. Good morning, Ross. Aries, Mercury has just begun its transit of your solar 11th house until the 23rd. Oh, uh, this time favors communicating with flair and getting your message across smoothly. Rick Flair? Your thinking is particularly progressive and inventive. Ideas are practical and imaginative all at once. Like a liberal. Taurus, Mercury is transiting your career and reputation sector until February 23rd. It's a time for applying the knowledge and skills you've gained in the previous cycle and for thinking up long-term strategies to speak, lead, and advice to move you closer to your goals. Helen Keller, huh? Gemini, with Mercury now in your solar ninth house until the 23rd, you're looking for a breath of fresh air on a mental level. <sighs> You're inclined to look for new interests, and it's an ideal time to teach, share ideas, broadcast, publish, and otherwise spread the good word. Broadcast? Cancer. Mercury has just begun its transit of your solar eighth house, leading you to more profound thought, study, thinking, and conversations. Wow. This cycle lasts until February 23rd, and you're especially motivated because it's a strong time to work on lifestyle improvements. Rich and famous. Leo. Mercury has just begun its transit of your partnership sector until February 23rd. This can be a period where you seek an intellectual companion. It's a good time for counseling and advising, and you'll find that conversations with others jumpstart your thinking processes. Virgo. Mercury has just begun moving through your work and health sector, and it's a good time for attention to detail, running errands, and organizing your work and routines. It can also be a time to gather valuable information related to work, skills, diet, and health. CIA. Libra. Mercury has just begun its transit of your sector of joy, and you'll be taking a greater interest in creative expression, the technical side of creative projects or art, and crafts or hobbies. (laughs) Intellectual creativity can be in strong focus during this cycle that lasts until the 23rd. Scorpio, Mercury is moving through your solar fourth house, and you can talk and think about and with family far more than usual. There can be a lot to learn about loved ones now. Also, the moon moves into your communication sector today, and you'll be talking about your feelings. We're talking about what? Sagittarius. Mercury's moving through your communication sector, and you're in particularly good shape for learning new things, brushing up on skills, connecting with the information you need or want, and making contacts. Keeping in touch with others can benefit you. What mac and cheese? Capricorn, the moon heads into your sign today, and your emotions are on your sleeve. It's also an excellent period to discuss, learn about, and seek advice on your financial situation. Plans may come together with finances, work, or other practical matters in this period. Aquarius, the moon moves into your privacy zone today, and you gravitate to activities that heal, replenish, and renew your spirit.
Mercury has also begun its transit of your sign, and you're mentally stimulated, self-starting, and finding your voice and making quicker decisions. And finally, Pisces, Mercury has begun its transit of your privacy sector, Uh and you're more prone to keep secrets or spend more time in your own world. You're looking within, but also staying in touch, and this balanced approach serves you well. Good energy is with you for your practical affairs. And those are your Tuesday horrible scopes. All right, Ross, this is some mac and cheese. Sound nice right about now? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. He said something about craft, and I just... Uh... <laughs> That's where that went. No, okay. I want some mac and cheese. All right. I'll tell you, Rick, our cat, loves to lick my glass of uh, bourbon, bourbon whatever, or, or yes. scotch when I'm done I've with I've seen it. him do this. Because I know it has Not sugar okay. in it, so I'm imagining that's what he likes is the sugar. But last night he had mashed potatoes and spinach. He's a weird <laughs> little cat, I'll tell you. He's a cat dog is what he is. He's not a typical cat. Would puppies be interested in licking a glass of scotch? I don't know yes. about that. I guess the same, For the same reason. All it right. has the sugar on Likes the, the sugar, yeah. Yes, yeah. Right. Not good for them. By the way, we've been drinking a lot of tea lately, but there's a new study out that's found the seven strongest coffee brands available. Number one, Devil Mountain Coffee. It's got over 1,500 milligrams of caffeine per 12-ounce cup. Whoa. For comparison, you go and get your Dunkin' this morning, it's only got 120. So think about that. 1,500? 1,550 milligrams of caffeine versus 120 milligrams. Devil Mountain Coffee. Oh, that's dangerous. Doesn't that sound good? That sounds like a heart attack Have in you seen cup. this video's going around? You heard this little song they've got? You should be proud of me, cause I can't eat and I can't sleep, but I can drink lots of coffee. I can drink lots of coffee, mama. <laughs> Sounds like an Elvis song or something. Whoa. I drink all the coffee, mama. Mm. Seriously, it makes my chest hurt thinking about how much that well, I would... mentioned the other day we went in there and I got the espresso shots. <laughs> yeah. and I thought I was going to have keel over. Well, I'm sure it's it's much like that. I mean, that's a lot of caffeine. But you just feel so light on your feet. I just want to start dancing. Uh, I feel pretty. So pretty. I'm like doing <laughs> ballet. I just get or all you... that energy. It's just fabulous. Or you'll pass out because your heart is pumping so yeah, you'll fast. Be you'll be fine. That doesn't seem safe. Also, I have a bunch of text messages people sent along. Uh, the Boss Text Connect, 732-774-4444. We missed National Fart Day yesterday, oh, believe geez. it or not. The average person will pass gas 15 to 20 times per day. When you think about that, that's just about every hour. There's no way. There's no Maybe you and Joe, but not the typical <laughs> not the typical person. It says the average person, and we're average people. So There's the, no way. We probably do more than that, yeah. I mean, you guys definitely do more than that, but there's no way. I'm telling you right now, I'm not just being a girl. I I do not fart that much, ever. Ever. You're, you, would, you wouldn't tell there's me if no, you did. I'm, I wouldn't, but I'm just letting you know it's nowhere near well, that. I didn't ask. It's none of your business. It, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> 15 There's to 20 times no a day way for an average, average person. Really, uh, you should be proud that you know uh, two men, your coworkers, mm-hmm. your friends, your lover, yeah. are above average. Oh, great. We're more than <laughs> on the farting scale. I'm we're so more than proud. your average man. You're in the you're a company of some extraordinary men. Uh, okay, yeah, we're men. There are some things that we are good at, and that's one of them. We're men who fart. Of all the things you could be above average on, that's not one that I'm proud of. I mean, <laughs> I just can't believe we missed National Fart Day yesterday. I can't believe I it. got my phone was blown How up with people that going. Happen? I didn't hear you guys. You and Joe didn't talk about farting. It's National Fart Day. Shame on you. Yeah. So well, with, how did that happen? How well, with Kermit not? out and someone else yeah. controlling your trending, I don't know. I don't know how that oh, got missed. I see. I, I don't see, know so how it got missed. So you're like the defense ministry controlling the content that's getting out to me. I understand. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're, we were edited. You're like the Chinese government. <laughs> that's For right. For this reason. <laughs>
<laughs> By the way, there's something going around to celebrate uh, Fart Day online. Of course there's a bunch there of is. Videos. Of course there is. There's a hack for using a fork to cut cheese. To slice cheese if you get a block of, you know, a nice uh, cheddar cheese. Oh, to cut the cheese? That's right. Hilarious. But it actually does work. It's kind of uh, soothing to watch people use the fork to slice the... It depends on the kind of cheese. Slice up the cheese. And depends I'll tell you what happens after I do a couple of bites of Port Salute. Ugh. That's disgusting. Oh, port Salute is one that the fork would not work and it's too soft. Nice and gooey. Mm. <laughs> All right. This is why we skipped it. <laughs> this For this reason. Extraordinary men. Extraordinary. Above right. average. Well above average. Perfect specimens. <laughs> Out. Clear colons. Oh my God! Disappointed we missed that yesterday. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, lucky for you, Joe, you got it today. That's right. We're, we're going to get back at today. Yeah, yeah. I have to have an on-air meeting here briefly. Uh-oh. Joe, are oh, we still no. uh, are we still getting together on Thursday? This would be twice yeah, yeah, in one yeah, yeah. week. So you really yeah, want to yeah. see me? You want to see me twice in one week outside of work? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it'd be fun. Technically, you saw him on Saturday, so that was last week. Yeah. So it's only once. Yeah, a week. she's got a good point there. Because Sunday still. starts the new week. And I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming the restaurant you want to go is uh, within walking distance from your house in 35, yes. 40 minutes from my house. Is that about right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's fair. <laughs> and we couldn't just do this like on Zoom or just talk on the phone or anything. We have to get together. No, because I'm going to make you leave your house twice in one week. Is that what this is about? Is to get me out? No, not really. It's just, yeah, I just, you know, I just figured it'd be easy. It's, you know, right up the street. <laughs> So why don't it's we an just... excuse to go out to dinner, is what it is. And it's also an excuse for you guys to come to this place. You keep you've been bothering me for the last five years. Why don't we go or two years? Let's. Uh, why don't we? You know, you always talk about Crohn's. Let's go to Crohn's. I do. And now I do. Yes, you've said it a half a dozen times. No, I haven't. When have I ever yes, been? I've never heard have. of this restaurant. Yes, I, you did. First I, of all, it's not a restaurant. It's a bar. Well, it is a restaurant, but it's a bar and a restaurant. But it's more bar than restaurant. This is not the place we went the last time we did a blast off planning meeting. What restaurant was that? Where we had the pizza? Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't remember. So then we've been there. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Where I wanted to go was Harold's in Edison and have a big uh, sloppy no, pastrami sandwich. No, I'm not going to that place. It's a mess. No, I'm not going there. It's a fantastic not, sandwich. Uh, oh, it's it, uh, fantastic. Yeah. But uh, it's too much. It's it's just too much. I'm going to uh, I'm going to mentally prepare you that this is going to be a contentious meeting between the two of us because I have some, I have some new information and I don't think okay. you're gonna, I don't think you're going to like it. So. Well, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, mm. so we'll need to discuss it together. <laughs> well, Marianne and I will be at the bar. Oh, are you guys yeah, coming? Uh, you yep, guys yep. have fun with your <clears throat> contentious meeting. Well, I feel like we need to invite uh, Captain Rich or Kermit or somebody to. Oh yeah, you guys mediate, need to. You know, I'm not mediating. Yep. I'm not doing that. Also, uh, I mean, unrelated to the blast off, I'm going to ask <laughs> his opinion. Uh, working on some new billboards. Uh, for the buses oh, and the yes. trains. Yes. So oh, could, cool. I could use your advice on that because you've uh, made a fool of yourself on uh, more than one uh, radio more station poster over the years. So I thought I might get your opinion on a couple of the uh, couple of the prototypes, you know. That'd be fun. Being on, of, you guys being on those buses, it's just so funny because, you know, every so often I'll be driving driving along down down the shore in the summertime, particularly and going along, and then all of a sudden, Dad! <laughs> it's like in your face. Well, one of these involves one of these involves me in drag, so I'm going to get your opinion. <laughs> oh, don't do that. That was my idea. Are you sure you still want to have dinner idea. with me? <laughs> Been there, done that. All right. <laughs> you, know, you don't need to do it. No, you don't. It's he said, yes. she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. No, we have a new thing. I feel like we have a did we get a new thing that uh, they made for us for this? Oh yeah. I don't know where that is. I morning. don't know. That's coming soon. We got a new little intro. Yeah, I thought I heard that yesterday. So roll your tape recorders now. It might be the last time you hear it today. The mm. old intro. We got a new 
a new intro. And all powered, as always, by Dr. Anthony Lombardi's new Lips and IVs, his new Health and Wellness Center right there in Marlboro at 732-838-9449. Of course, all the hoopla between the album and the Grammys and the Super Bowl and Travis and all of that with Taylor Swift. So got us thinking, who was your Taylor Swift? Mm. Now, of course, people love to make the comparisons with Beatlemania, which is fair. Sure. And there's the big Beatle anniversary this year, yes. too. So, I mean, Beatles might be a good answer. Yeah. But who was your Taylor Swift? I had several, yep. if I'm being honest. When I was a kid, I had I had lots of posters on my wall. And I know you uh, you were an early uh, Britney Spears fan. Very early Britney Spears and NSYNC. Loved yep. them both. Had sure. them. I had lots of Leonardo DiCaprio pictures. How could you not? I mean, Leo was probably number one. And then JTT was like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I know, from the Tim Allen. For a very long time. The Tim Allen Show Home Improvement. Yes, very much in love with him. Was pretty sure I was going to marry him for a very long time. I also. I think he's still available, you know. <laughs> he's a professor at a college. I mean, listen, I would like, miss you, but if you get yeah. a chance to marry Jonathan yeah, Taylor Thomas, no. I would understand. I, I, Michelle I, would be on the phone with every one I of would. her girlfriends being like, I'm in, I just married Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> oh my God, you did? They would be very impressed, I know. They would be very impressed. I have no doubt. I also had a slight obsession with Whitney Houston as far as music goes. I loved singing. I used to have this little karaoke machine in my room. And my poor parents, I mean, they were so... When I think back at, like, what I did and what they put up with, I would try to sing Whitney Houston terribly at 10, 11 years old. It was horrible. It was horrible. I'm trying to think of what would be a good answer. Uh, because I always liked older music better than uh, the music that was out at the time. Sure. So I'm trying to think of what would be a good... I mean, I was a big Michael Jackson guy when, you know, the, the thriller yeah, and all of that. Absolutely. The moonwalk and all of that. I mean, I did. I had the little glove and the jacket, you know, I wanted to dance like him. And then, uh, remember he did that thing at uh, the, the Disney, the Cap Mio? Oh, yes. Yep. So I was a pretty big Michael Jackson guy. He might have been... He was pretty big did you for have, me. Do you, did you have any posters of him? No, I wasn't big, big in no. a poster. I was into sports cars. I had a bunch of sports oh, car posters okay. on the wall. Well, that could have been your Taylor Swift, too. I yeah. Mean, like I was still a kid when uh, New Kids on the Block came out. I liked yeah. them a lot. But Yeah. So that'd probably be on I like Bette Midler a lot, too. I hate to admit that. <laughs> Who doesn't my, like Bette Midler? Wouldn't Beneath My Wings is a friggin' great I'm, song. Yeah. <laughs> Who was your Taylor Swift? Put that on the Facebook. I'm saying Bette. I'm doing it. <laughs> I hate. Listen, the rose That's is one great. of the prettiest songs the ever. The rose is beautiful. Then you know, remember I loved her when she did that thing for Johnny Carson when he yeah, retired. Oh, you know? absolutely. How do you not love Bette Midler? Who was your Taylor Swift growing up? Huh? Who was your teen idol? Seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Call us, text us, Facebook us. Those are next year. He said. She said. Amnesty works for the liberals for sure. More people to vote for them someday. President has a message, senor. He says they all should stay in our country. They've been here too long to send them back. We ought to know by now. We should trade Uncle Sam for some other guy. Would Speedy Gonzalez be funny? Well, it seems such a waste of time. Yet I have southern borders now But they're cruising up and wide Keep them out Why keep them out? Just underway with this morning's He Said. She said. Who was your Taylor Swift? Of course, there could not be more hoopla this week, especially with Taylor at the Grammys and the Super Bowl. So we were wondering, growing up, who was your Taylor Swift? Who was, uh, you know, your teen idol? 732-774-4444. Lines open. I got a couple of those we'll get to. Also, the text connect and a lot of Facebook answers on this this morning. 4253 said Pat Benatar, totally in love. Sure. Andy said ABBA. 
Yeah, I mean, they were hot. Yeah. You think about all the hits. Yeah, absolutely. James said, Sean Cassidy was my Taylor Swift <laughs> do Ron Ron classic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sean Cassidy and uh, David Cassidy. Yes. Yeah. Amy says, my Taylor Swift was Andy Gibb. Yeah. The BG brother we called mm-hmm. him. The little BG brother. Sure. Kevin said, Samantha Fox. Yeah. Frank said, Raquel Welch. And Craig said, hands down, stone cold Steve Austin. Well, I was thinking musical people, and Raquel Welch was an actress, and obviously... Well, doesn't uh, have, who are you obsessed with? That's basically what it means. I guess who, so, yeah. I mean, because Jonathan Taylor Thomas wasn't a musician. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I mean... I was thinking uh, musical people, but I guess that is true. You can... No, because it's... I mean... Farrah Fawcett's probably going to be on that list. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure for a lot of people. Um Trying to think, of, I imagine uh, Samantha Fox is because she. I think she was in one of the nudie magazines before she became I, a pop star. Oh, okay. So I I don't know who that is. I think that's but, what he's saying there. Okay. But. She was a pop star. Yeah, she had a couple of hits. Oh, okay. Uh, I can't turn. Uh, Touch me. I think was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> naughty okay. girl. Naughty girls need love. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Got T- it. Took me a second. Okay. It's like Samantha Fox. I know. I know. I think she's on the BBC now, though. She does. Uh, really? Does like an eighties radio show. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Let's go to line two. Eric Burden and the Animal. Oh, yeah. House of the Rising Sun. They had some good good tunes. We got to get out of this place? You got it. There you go. Good morning. It's a boss. Are you still asking about Keno Middle? Yeah. Who was your Taylor Swift? Olivia Newton-John. Come on now. Come on. You can picture her prancing around in those tight pants in Greece right now, can't you? Xanadu, Greece. Yep. Xanadu and Greece. No, I love Xanadu. I do. Worst movie you'd ever seen, Oh, God. I mean, I love Olivia Newton-John. She was wonderful, but that movie was just... I mean, you have to be on something to enjoy it. It's a fun fun 80s movie. Gene Kelly is in it, for the love of God. The legendary Gene Kelly. It was so... And there's some great songs in it. ELO is in the movie. Sure. The soundtrack, great. Movie, weird. I mean, they're like skating around. Like, what what was the point of the movie? What was the plot? Can you tell me? Well, they're bringing back an old abandoned roller rink. And doing what? With, with skating? Magic. Yeah, and skating. skating. I don't know. With magic. Yeah, I, yeah. Gu- I guess. Like, I couldn't even... See, I think Olivia Newton-John, by the way, is a good answer, because was she sexy? Yeah, but I don't know that she was like a sex symbol. Sure. The, the way that people, like I'm saying, the, I know guys would talk about Samantha Fox and uh, right. Raquel Welch, right. you know? And so I feel like Taylor's got that going on, where it's like, can you say, man, she's... she's She's sexy. Yeah. She's pretty. She's pretty. But she's not really a sex symbol. Right. That's right. not what it's about. It's well, about right. her, uh, you know, what she says and what she, how she acts and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting sometimes how sometimes it is about the sex and sometimes it's more about the. the so person. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't know. I don't know that the Taylor Swift phenomenon is as big with men because I don't think men see her as a sex symbol, and right. I think that's part of what women like about right. her is that I she's agree. not been objectified. I which agree. Is, you know, which is good. Right? It is good. Yeah. Which is fine because you know she. Samantha Fox not a great singer, you know. <laughs> not bringing much else to the table, in my <laughs> humble opinion. 732-774-4444 to call us or text us. We'll get some more Facebook answers, too. Who was your tailor? Sure, he said. She said. When your Super Bowl party is more about Taylor Swift than the big game, then you got a Taylor Gate! Just you and your cats and delicious Taylor Swift-inspired food and bev to celebrate Taylor taking the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Like delicious, cruel summer squash and some mouth-watering you-belong-with-meatballs. If you're feeling naughty, wash it back with some bad Bloody Marys. Or maybe enjoy a bowl of look-what-you-made-me stew and a side of I-knew-you-were-truffle fries. And for dessert, a frosty milkshake it off, of course. Now you got a Super Bowl menu you couldn't imagine in your wildest dreams. See what I did there? Sunday, we're going to Taylor Gate with Taylor Swift in football.
but mainly Taylor Swift. Taylor Gates! I was jamming out the Steve Perry moments ago, one of my all-time favorite singers, so thank you for playing that. Yeah, you know, I did it just for you. I'm always thinking of, uh, what, can I, what can I do to make Nick's day just a little better? That is so nice in, in, in the month of love. I really appreciate that. <laughs> That's what I try to do is I try to uh, try to spread good karma around and, and, and counteract Joe's negativity, you know? Yeah, there we go. You know, I, I think Mother Nature's spreading good karma with all the sunshine recently. You know, I, know, I, I don't right? remember the last time we had four back-to-back days with uh, tons of sunshine. And uh, it's, it's very positive. It's uplifting. And uh, temperatures are going to continue to climb. A little chilly today, lower 40s. We're starting off in the uh, mid to upper 20s west of the parkway, around 30 or so up and down the parkway uh, towards the islands and the beaches, uh, but we're probably going to get to around 50 on Thursday, 55 Friday, 61 on Saturday, uh, and you think that it would keep going, right? Well, no, that's not going to be the case because you know that pattern change we've been talking about for the past three weeks at nauseum? Well, it's right around the corner, and uh, I think it happens around Valentine's Day and is going to be with us for you know a good 30-day period. I'm also looking at the chance of a storm signal popping up sometime around Valentine's Valentine's Day as well. No details on that yet, but it fits the pattern and it fits the idea that on the heels of a pattern change, you get the potential for some snow. So, you know, maybe right off the bat, we'll be right on this um, bet with Big Boss Bob. So hopefully that's, uh, that's a thing. You You've know? been singing for quite some time. So you, uh, you know, you sound very confident about it, but hey. I, I continue to hope that you have no clue what you're talking about. I <sighs> am either going to come out of this smelling like a rose or I'm going to have egg on my face, whatever. I, I'm, I'm here for it though. The, those are the challenges that, uh, you know, come along with this job. Well, I've seen you post a little graphics here, so I'm, you're certainly based in fact, which is oh, all yeah. we can ask of our right. Nerissa Dick. You know what I mean? You know what? At the end of the day, uh, whatever happens, it was, I, I was tried and true and I have scientific evidence to back up my hypothesis and if it's wrong hey it's wrong and i'll admit it i'm a i'm man enough to do that those are a lot of words i don't know what they meant but that's fine <laughs> hypothesis hey I, I know what hypothesis means it's a joke it's he said she said on robbie and rochelle in the morning thank you scott we're brought to you by dr anthony labardi's brand new lips and ivs a new health and wellness center lips and ivs is in marlboro on south main street 732-838-9449 732-838-9449 our phone number for 774-4444 lines are open also get us on the text connect or on the Facebook page, all the hoopla with Taylor Swift winning all those Grammys. She broke the Grammy record the other night. Yeah, you know? amazing. Four uh, Album of the Year Grammys. Mm-hmm. Gave a big speech and you know, was announcing her new album and mm-hmm. everybody keeps cutting to her in the crowd. And did she hug Celine Dion? Did she not hug Celine Dion? <laughs> and now she's going to Tokyo and then she's going to the Super Bowl. It's a, it's the biggest thing. To, she's just a megastar. She's everywhere. Megastar. Well, yeah. who was your Taylor Swift growing up? You think back, who was your favorite? Now, I was, uh, this is a different story about what's your first record, what's the first you know, cassette single you ever bought, that sort sure, of thing. Yeah. But uh, my first uh, record was uh, Hip to Be Square by Huey Lewis <laughs> and the News. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, at the time, I just thought it was a cool song and they were in Back to the Future and all of that. But then sure. I see him now and I go back and look at old interviews and Huey's such a douche. I don't Really? Yeah, I'm not a... Not a fan. I'm very ta- I mean, I love their music. They're a great band. But like you listen to Huey and I don't know, he's a he little... He seems like a jerk. I, I don't know. And I've heard that he's a jerk and you see him and he's a little cocky and yeah, I don't know. I just, he seems a little cocky, but yeah. Also, I've read that he's got one of the most giant... Ah, uh, yes, I've heard this as Pieces well. of paraphernalia in show business. Yes, I've heard that. And of course, that makes me feel insignificant as well. So <laughs> so I feel a little weird that the uh, first record I bought was Huey Lewis. And so I can't necessarily say they were my Taylor Swift, but I was uh, I really liked their music when it was, uh, you know, 
Power of Love from Back to the Future and all that stuff, you know, because I love that like movie. like the music and not necessarily like the person singing the music. Yeah, but again, okay. you talk about Taylor Swift and she's almost, her fans love her music, but they love her more than her music, That's you know? That's true. If she That's decided true. she was just going to be a person and not sing anymore, I think she'd still have people she showing up be. to... If she just wanted to give a speech about knitting, I think there'd be <laughs> oh god, fifteen thousand seventeen-year-old girls freaking yeah. out in a stadium. You yeah, know what absolutely. I mean? Victoria said Madonna, and I finally get to see her in concert this year. Yeah, well, good luck <laughs> if she shows up at yeah, all. Just go late. You'll be. You have time. You'll be all right. That lawsuit's still going on about I her. Know. She shows up late to all her shows. I False know. advertising. Greg said TLC. Yeah. Kelly said Donny Osmond. Love Donny Osmond. Holly said John Travolta and Sean Cassidy. See, people forget John uh, Travolta had a music career. He did. In addition to the Welcome Back Cutter, yeah. But But, I mean, people think of the Grease. Remember, he had a couple of hits. uh, I'm going to let her in. It's a terrible song. I should look (laughs) it up. I'm going to look it up for you. It's a terrible song uh, from maybe 72. You ever heard that before? I don't think I have. All right, give me a couple more answers. Let me see if I can dig this up in the archives. All right, Charlene said uh, John Bon Jovi. Yeah. Lori said Jimi Hendrix, and I still have a large black and white poster that I've kept on my wall. I never, I mentioned before we were talking about his headband. I never really got the Jimi Hendrix thing. Well, he's, a, he's a good guitar player. I mean, yeah, obviously. He can play with his teeth. I know. If I you know. play the guitar with your teeth, I think you could do it. It's pretty good. Joanne said, Kip Winger from Winger. Oh, he was hot. Yeah, we had him on uh, not that long ago. Uh, and there were women in the office that were like, Is he on the phone? Can we say <laughs> hi? I'm like, No, I can't let you just say hi to the guy. He's promoting something. <laughs> very, very nice guy, by the way, yeah. Kip Winger. Yeah. This is my favorite answer, and I did ask him to call, but I don't know if he's going to call because he's afraid you'll hang up on him every oh, yeah. time he gets through. Here we he's, go. He said, Me. What, you're his? Uh... Yeah, Lenny said Rochelle from 1071 The Boss. I don't know if Lenny's still growing up. Or if he didn't understand, or if he's just obsessed, and that's fine. Either <laughs> you're, way, you're I don't Taylor know what Swift. it is. But why I'm would I hang Taylor up Swift? on him? You're allowed to have fans. That's I don't fine. know. I said, please call Lenny. Yeah, that's fine. He isn't called. He doesn't want to admit it, or he doesn't want to be hung up on. Yeah, maybe he's just kidding, and you're taking it too seriously. <laughs> maybe he's kidding. No, he's not. All right. Well, he you're, you're allowed. He to have means fans. it. Here's here's John Travolta, <laughs> pre Greece. This was a big top forty record for him. I'm gonna let her in. It's awful. I mean, the man could not sing in this song at all. This is John Travolta. Yeah, 1976. Something she said has stuck in my head and I can't go away. Isn't that horrible? I mean, he's a handsome guy, no doubt about that. But Come on, it's not that bad. You think this is a good song? I mean, I don't know if I'd say it's a good song, but I wouldn't... But he can sing. It's flat. It's it's could be... It's, it's I mean, he definitely a, got better with the Grease music, but... Yeah, it's kind of just a melancholy song, but I don't think he's a bad singer. He's a little flat in the vocals there. I mean, Simon Cowell would have given him a thumbs down, don't you think? Again, it's just kind of a melancholy song. All right. Who is your Taylor Swift? We'll keep it going on the uh, Text Connect to Facebook today. You're he said. She said. Thank you for that. Good morning, it's boss. No, no. Well, you're the 10th caller through. You're qualified for $5,000 cash. How about that? All right. Sweet. Nice job. And you got tickets into Red, White, and Brew Fest. We're bringing in New Jersey Brewers, food, and live music. 90s night's going to be there. Cure Insurance Arena, February the 17th. You'll be there, too. You get a pair of passes, and you might walk out with that check for $5,000. What's your name? Scott. All right, Scott. You're the boss All-American of the day from what town? Uh, I'm in East Brunswick. Well, thank you for listening to the boss, Jersey's Free Money Station, my man. Thank you. All right, hang on the line. We'll get all your info. We'll get you all set up here. 
Keep it on for Michelle. She also got some tickets for her to go see Hart at the Hard Rock. It could be the business of the day, too. We're back Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. for another Moss Big Show. Here, Robbie and Rochelle in the morning with uh, pre-coffee thoughts to start. Yes. 710, a mystery oldie. For more passes, see Southside Johnny at the Pony. We'll do He Said. She Said. At 750, Fast Five, Birthday File, Horrible Scopes, and more all tomorrow. Oh, we're talking to the star of Spamalot on Broadway. Oh. Jonathan Bennett will be Exciting. on your Celebrity Hotline.